are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. Oh my God, girl, you would be rocking the red shirt. Oh yeah, I'm looking back. You, I love that we are also both connected in that you chose red today too. Um, But it's our Valentine's Day episode. We are diving into all the beautiful things in February. Valentine's Day hits smack dab in the middle. And um, yeah, you'll notice I got my heart. Sunny's here. I got my uh, heart earring. And if you look very closely, you can see these tiny little hearts on the shirt. So here are all things V-Day. I love it. I love it. I love it. We got a special visitor. He heard that there was a lot of love here. Hello, Sullivan. Welcome to the podcast. We have special guest, Tiny Sullivan. Hi, buddy. All that love. He just knew that we were calling him in. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, I'm going to get him settled for a second here. Lovey, one second. Perfect. Well, I'm going to dive right in. We are going to talk about a few different things on today's episode. The first thing we're going to talk about is the mentorship program that I'm going to be running. The deadline for that is coming up soon. So I'll hop on and explain that while Angie's kind of diving in and getting little man settled over there as he soaks up all the love. And, um, Anybody who's listening right now, I hope you just are feeling the energy of this episode. Um, As you know, we are all um, in this together, but we are always coming at you as moms who are running businesses. We are doing it all, all the time, and we make space for lots of rest and lots of time. But um, I want you guys to know that this is the real deal. This is, there's kids that show up babysitters get sick, um, snow days happen. And so we are making this podcast happen, even though um, it maybe would be easier if there wasn't a kid around or if my kids weren't down at the house. And so we want you to know that we are right here and we've said this before, but we're on the ground floor with you guys and we want to give you the real stuff. So yeah, if you hear a little dude in the background, that's Sullivan. He's a little handsome rock star and he's uh just chilling today because he doesn't have child care lined up. So, and Rockstar Mama is uh, also momming and podcasting. So anyways, okay. Now that I've got that in there and you're all feeling the love, I wanted to dive in on the mentorship program. So the deadline for that is February 14th. That is coming up very quickly. And so if that's something that's calling to you, um, I wanted to just kind of explain what that maybe looks like. So the mentorship program is a little bit different than receiving the level one, level two, level three, and master's, which is also an option. 
But the mentorship is actually the receiving of all four levels in the course of one whole year. And what makes this a little bit different is the way that the support comes in with that. So as your mentor, what happens with that is you actually will receive a spot in the bunkie. So every one of the mentees will have a practicing spot, if they would like, in the bunkie to build up that client base. And so each person who comes into the mentorship program is going to be featured and have opportunity to pull as well as be funneled some of my clients and sharing in that wonderful goodness. The other beautiful aspect is that we will be connecting every single month. And so some of the challenges that I've seen with the just doing level one, level two, level three and masters is that um, we get our certification, but we maybe don't use it. And so it tends to sit on a shelf. It doesn't get used the way that we maybe intended when we took that course. And then as time rolls on, we we feel like we're not maybe as qualified as we were when we took that. So we that lack of confidence kind of sets in where it's like, oh, I got my level one, but I don't know, I haven't used it, so I don't really remember. And so the beauty of this program is that we bridge you from level one to two to three and masters in a way that you're able to practice. You have a space to do so that isn't going to charge you rent. Um, and so the other piece going along with that is just that you're getting a full support team from the other mentees, as well as myself as your coach. And so you're going to have monthly Zoom meeting calls where we connect as a group and there'll be a focus for each one. So one of the focuses for the first couple of calls will be just on social media how to post, what to post, um, making sure that you're doing things in alignment with who you are um, and what you want to be putting out to the world as somebody who is unfolding into their gifts. And so that's one aspect of it is the, the Zoom calls and the troubleshooting and the confidence building that just comes through um, that piece. When I took my level one and my level two, I, I took it. And then as I was practicing on people, there were things coming up that I didn't know what they were. And I, I realized that I wish I would have had somebody to go, oh my goodness, what was this? Or, oh my goodness, why did this happen? Or why am I so drawn to their, their chest? Um, why is the heart chakra, you know, so hot? Why is, you know, their feet, I couldn't like move away from their feet. And so having, having a support team to kind of pull you through that process um, gently and answer your questions is um, a huge component of what we're doing. Ah, we're just so excited and so proud of you and just ah, the way that you are showing yeah. up, fully stepping into your bigness this year is just Oh, I see you radiating like you're over the moon about the program. And I'm just excited for all of the beautiful souls that are going to cross, um, go through the program and, um, yeah, get to spend all that awesome time with you. That's going to be fabulous. Thanks girl. And so it's been, it's been a beautiful little whirlwind. Um, so originally I had thought six people, um, and then I went, no, it's gotta be four. So I went to four, but we're actually really close to eight. So eight is the cap and we have seven. So there's really not, if this is calling to your soul, um, hop on and sign up because people are coming to me and they're saying, I want to do it. I can't reserve your spot. You have to go on and you have to sign up. Um, because 
there has to be a cap um, so that I can make sure that I'm giving as much as I possibly can to the people who are signing up. So that's been um, just this really beautiful awakening. And um, me stepping in, I've just really released so much in connection to um, my path. And so I know that my my word for the year is teach. And then I was really kind of like stressing and struggling and like, ah, and I was like, nope. The universe has got this. If I'm supposed to have three people, then I have three people. If I'm supposed to have one person, then I have one person. Well, here she is. She's delivering eight, right? And so I just, I just love that it's just been this like, oh. so anyways, yeah, that's the, that's the nitty gritty. The other part that I absolutely love is I'm somebody who learns by observing. So for example, when we did breathwork here with Heather, um, simply being able to watch her do the thing I was like, oh, I can picture myself doing it, right? And so for me, I wanted to build in a piece for the mentees that they can actually watch me do Reiki on clients. And so there's going to be an opportunity with each level. So there'll be a front and a back kind of observation. The front one prior to or shortly after receiving that level, they'll have the opportunity to just watch me take notes be here, show up and, you know, just see how that process is. Because even if you've received a Reiki treatment um, and you're like, okay, her hands go here first and then they go here and then they're, oh, why is she there? Um, So they're not seeing it, they're feeling it, right? And so being able to see it, to hear it, to hear the conversation, to connect with clients, they can see that whole process right from that person driving in the laneway right? The setting up of the bunkie. How do you, you know, charge a space? How do you clear a space so that each person coming in isn't just like picking up all the garbage, right? Um, From the person previous. So they're going to get all of that as well as like right from that first interaction, right until the intuitive conversations that just come through at the end. So that observation piece, they'll have the opportunity for each level to watch one session. And then after, um, after they complete that level and they've done a little bit of practicing with it, then the at the end of that, they're going to have the opportunity to do a hands-on session with me. So the client will have four hands on them instead of two, right? And then we can converse after and what did you feel and why did you feel that? And they're able to, the big piece I'm discovering for me, like moving through that process, I have been doing this for almost eight years. So for me, it's been like this really gradual learning by trial and fire. And I know that's my human design is just like fail forward and get there. So um, we're finally at the forward point. Um, But I want to really support the mentees in the fact that they can ask those questions, they can feel those things, and they can see it happening. Um, And that builds the confidence, but it also builds the intuition. I think for me, I... I discredited a lot of the downloads that I was receiving in those earlier years because I was like, well, I can't feel that. How would I possibly know that this person lost a child? That's insane. Like that's my brain just being stupid. Like get back to get back to work. Right. And so I think if I had had somebody to be kind of coaching me or I said like, you know what? I really sensed a little boy in the room and then be like, yeah, that can happen. And here's how it shows up. And these are the different ways that that can happen. And I was like, oh, so I had to like move through that process. But now that I have that and as a teacher, I can give that, I can support that. I can help hone that. And so that's a piece that I'm really excited about too, is that 
for the course of the year, I'm yours. I will, right? Like I'm at your text and call. Like <laughs> It's the, the beck and call. I want to be able to support whatever is showing up for you. And the other piece with this is I really want to um, make sure that you're, I'm not just creating mini Ashleys. The world, she's a beautiful place, but she does not need a whole bunch of little Ashleys touring around. Um, but I do want to give every single thing that I know, like every single tiny bit of information, every single reason why I do this thing on the table or why I do this or how to cut cords. I'm going to teach how to, how to use pendulum, how to muscle test, how to connect to source, how to smudge a room, how to clear a room, how to all the symbols that go with it. So I think it's, it's that I'm for the, for the course of the year, the way that I view it is like, you're getting everything I know. I want people to have, and the, the, the difficulty with getting the level one, the level two, the level three, and the masters, it's beautiful. And that's absolutely a possible route, um, is I can't give you everything I know. I just, there's not enough time and there's not enough space between um, for all of that to unfold. And so the purpose is to, depending on what your goal is, um, I know some of the people who have signed up, they want to create a Reiki business. Awesome. I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. And some people really want this to be a supporting thing in the path that they're in. Um, so there's some people that I know who are in alternative wellness already. And so this is a really supportive tool for the clients that they are going to be working with. And so that's kind of the, the magic of everything that's coming through. And I'm really stressing the point that I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to want to be me, <laughs> um, but I want your gifts to unfold. And so this is the launching off point. So we're going to do Reiki and we are going to, but maybe, maybe you're more psychic, right? And I'm not as psychic. So that comes through and we get to kind of pull that apart alongside doing Reiki. Maybe you're somebody who is really into essential oils. Amazing. How can you do Reiki and essential oils? Maybe you're into, I don't know, creating art. And so you paint souls and do Reiki. Like there's so many different varieties as far as what everybody's here to do. And so this is the launching off point. And I really am excited to learn from the mentees as well. So I know that I'm going to be uh, receiving lots of really good learning as well as learning from each other. There's going to be a ton of just unpacking that comes with that. But I really want anybody who signs up that this is really, it's not about you becoming me. This is about you becoming you. And this is simply the path of the beginning of that. Love it. Congratulations. I'm so excited. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I love you. I'm so about it. I was journaling the other day and I was just sitting there and I was like, download, 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 download. And it's all in connection to the course. So I'm just like, I'm elated, I guess is the, the best way to explain it. And I'm so excited to give in this way. So yeah. And I, the universe is like smiling at me. I can just see her. She's like, okay, you finally have discovered you're a teacher and you're teaching what you're supposed to teach to the people you're supposed to teach it to. Job well done, Ashley. <laughs> Love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, 
Month of love. This is our Valentine's Day episode. And for those that are listening, Miss Ashley was actually born on Valentine's Day. So this is not only sharing Valentine's Day love, but also birthday love to you, baby. And um, yeah, all that is to unfold this month. And so one really exciting thing we have coming up to let you guys know about is our retreat in combination with the Yoga Barn, the self-love retreat. And we've talked about self-love, but we've never done one event where that's the focus from beginning to end is really unpacking that piece and using the modalities of yoga with human design, with meditation and Reiki and holistic nutrition and combining that all together to really help women see the beauty that is within them all. Yes. And the beauty of this is, so we, we just finished a retreat. We just did the manifestation course. And so I was talking to somebody and said like, oh, we, you know, it's, it's back to back. And they're like, yeah, but it's totally different. And I was like, yes, it is. Right. And so that's the piece. If you haven't done the manifestation course or you're like, oh, they just did one. The reason that they are so close together is because February is the month of love. We just couldn't do it any other time. This is the time for obviously romantic love. And that's something that, you know, we celebrate and, um, lots of people actually hate Valentine's day because of that. Um, but this one is really all about loving the self dating the self, right? Like I am, I want every single person who's listening to this to fall in love with themselves. And that's what this, this retreat is really all about is coming back into the self, finding the self, fucking loving her so hard and the best part about that is then it overflows it yes. overflows into your relationships it overflows to your kids it overflows to your colleagues and into your space right and I think of and you're in a totally different spot from maybe a couple of years ago as far as Valentine's Day goes and I wouldn't say that it's well there's lots of reasons but one of the big reasons that I would say is that you love you. Yeah. How does that, how does that show up in your relationships, in your home, with your kids, with your work? Now that you are, you're still obviously the same you, but now you get to love yourself. What has been the biggest connecting piece for you as far as that self-love and the way that it moves out into your world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the way that I see it radiate is that I used to always second guess the way that I would show up. And maybe people didn't know that, but I would really second guess everything, like second guess what clothing I was going to wear for the whatever I was going to second guess myself in terms of like sharing perspective. And so a few years ago, I really think I was in this place of not knowing who I was, not fully unraveling my identity and knowing what that is. So I think I just lacked a lot of clarity. And for that reason, I think I struggled to truly love myself because I wasn't truly clear on who I was. And that comes down to everything throughout the day. So that 
connects with music that connects with my sexuality um, and the way that I'm showing up as a sexual being with my boyfriend, right? That is such a big part of who I am. And I was suppressing that and almost quieting those desires in previous years. So now it's like, I'm horny. I love myself. Let's fuck. I want you. And so I think that's one big piece that I noticed. Um, And then in that unraveling and all the parts of my personality, I'm like, no, I want to wear this. And sometimes that's overdressed for the place that I'm going. Um, Or I want to put on fake eyelashes just because I fucking want to. Right. And so it's all of the little things that I'm doing that are like, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm just going to be fully me. And I love myself fully as myself. And I think you need to know who you are so that you can stand strong in that. And so I think I've become really clear in my relationships and in my daily practices in just everything. I'm like, I'm a little, I'm a little oddball and I love you, you little oddball. And I think leaving my marriage and moving into this um, new life that I have had over the past couple of years, it was really this redesign and in the redesign of everything. It's like, I fucking love our life. I love our lifestyle. I love the way we spend our days. And so it's just, yeah, I think it it just bleeds out. It bleeds out everywhere. But I do think a part of that, um, and I think a lot of women feel this, is if you are somebody who is a sexual being and you've quieted that, I have found that coming back home for me is like, oh, it feels so much better. And I think it's because when the sacral chakras um, open, you're so much more creative. Um, and I think it's just, it's really bled into it. So I, yeah, I think that is, that was a big piece for me. I think the suppression of my sexuality made me struggle to love myself because it was a part of me that I was really quieting. Um, and so, yeah, that's a long winded answer of how I think think for Valentine's day or for any of the days I, I do think just love bleeds into my days in a way it didn't like, and that's with the love notes and the, and not just with me and my boyfriend, but also with the kids, like writing little love notes and putting it into their lunch kits and things like that. Right. And so I wasn't doing those things. I wanted to be the person doing those things before, um, but I just wasn't. And I think there was a part of that that didn't feel authentic because I wasn't fully in love with myself quite yet. So Mm, I love that. Oh, and so you answered my question. My next question was going to be, do you need to know who you are to love who you are? I, I think you can love yourself in the process of evolving and the process of, of that, of figuring yourself out. I don't think you need to have all of the bits and pieces figured out on who you are. Um, but I do think a part of that love and that acceptance is not trying to fit into anybody else's mold. And I think when we're being swayed left or right, 
we feel out of alignment, right? So for example, for me in settings that were so out of alignment, I literally felt like my soul just wanted to, I don't, I don't want to say cry, but my soul was just like, Oh, if you come out here right now, something bad's going to happen. And I just knew it. And not that that's a bad thing, but that's a clear indication that the environments, the people, the, the trajectory, even of your life, that's, not right for you. And you feel that intuitively within yourself. And so she just quiets and your soul doesn't want to come out. And then I do feel like little by little, you just start to see her come back out. And then more that you guys reconnect and, and you start to really feel that love again. You feel that in your bones every day. Right. And I think for me, my biggest, my biggest thing was like hating my, my physical body and also just feeling as though I was too loud or too harsh or too blunt or too insensitive. Like those are all the things, right? So like, I feel like you just, you try to quiet that you try to hide that you try to chase another accomplishment to love yourself. It was really just this, I don't know. I'll say fairly interesting um, way of trying on a lot of other identities and realizing that, you know what? None of those are the right fit. Mm -hmm. This is the right fit right here. So I I love that. And I, I agree with you in that I do think as you get to know yourself more and more and give yourself permission to be who you are and to celebrate it, that's when self love shows up. Mm -hmm. And I think I agree. I think that you can absolutely love yourself exactly where you're at, but it's in the uncovering of that. Um, I remember for me, I wasn't ever somebody who like hated myself. Right. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm doing pretty good. Right. Um, Or if you're somebody like, I do hate myself. I hate everything about me. Um, Know that you've got two perspectives here that we've been, we've each been in one of those places, but I would say I didn't ever like hate myself. Um, but I didn't know who I was, but in 2020 that became very clear. And for the first time I was very aware of who I was and a lot of people didn't like it, Mm. but I didn't care because I had to keep showing up as my soul. And that's when I started to that love for myself or that like that I had for myself turned into a deep love that I have for myself. And I think when I, when I speak with clients, there's this, I put it on a continuum. So if you're listening along, I want you to just put your hands out side by side and you can do this too, because it's fine. And I want you to just with your right hand. So for you, it'll be probably this one. Um, so if you're watching, but anyways, your right hand is going to be self-hate, self-loathing, suicide. That's where you are. Okay. And if you are self-love, you're going to go all the way to your left hand. So you're maybe like, I don't know, two feet apart. And in the middle of that, right smack dab in the middle is self-like. Right. And I want you to just maybe pay attention. Are you on the side between self-like to self-love or are you on the other side of that self-like and self-hate? Right. So if you're between self-hatred and self-liking, Your goal is to simply move yourself to liking yourself because loving yourself might be too fucking much right now, Mm -hmm. right? Like that seems impossible. Like I'll never love myself. I hate everything about me. I'm just like a piece of shit and I would like, right? No, 
All you have to do is start to pay attention to ways that you can like yourself. I kind of like my smile. I kind of like my hair. I kind of like my feet, right? Starting to move yourself towards self-like. If you are in that place from, I like myself, like I'm pretty good. Like, you know, I try to be kind. I'm pretty helpful. Like my job's okay. And, you know, I'm mostly kind of happy. If you're there, moving yourself towards self-love. Right. And so regardless of where you are, you can move yourself little by little towards that next checkpoint. And so for you, and you were at that self, like maybe not like suicide, but like self-hatred or like self-loathing. I don't like who I am. I want to be somebody else. I don't feel safe in who I can actually be. And now you're like way over here. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I want anybody who's listening to know that regardless of where you're at, we can move you there. And so when was your wake up call? What moved you from that point of, I don't like myself forward? What shifted you? Because I'm wondering for the person who's listening, they're maybe going, how? Like, yes, I want to move. How? Mm-hmm. 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 What yeah, so I would say that the, the wake up call or the, beginning of it was my one of my Reiki sessions with you in the bunkie and that was 2020 January of 2021 is when that happened and it was this really interesting self-reflection and journaling afterwards when you had taken me through the different ages and me realizing that really the reason why I wasn't loving with myself was because I hadn't forgiven myself and I had a lot of shame and guilt from these like certain years that was lingering that I couldn't really put words into. And so in the journaling, it was just this compassion, this forgiveness, this I truly love you, whether you're this weight or this weight or this weight or, and I think because that whole swing of, of body weight had been such a theme of my life, there was a lot of shame associated when I would see a certain number on the scale. And that day became this, I definitely was not my leanest on that moment on that Reiki table, but it was this piece of like, Even if I am to lose weight from this point forward, I fully love and accept who I am. I love and accept everything um, that's happened for me up until this point. And so that was absolutely a turning point. But then from that point forward, I had to do a lot of the icky actions to go, I don't want to do that thing. And stop really pretending that my life was great because my life wasn't great. And maybe from the outside, people would have been like, oh, you're so happy. You love yourself, right? You see the photo shoots. You're like, she lives such a great life, right? And like on the inside, though, my soul was just like, oh, I want to run around naked. And like, I just want to like burn incense and sway to the music and not watch television and like, really reconnect with nature, reconnect with the sun, like see the stars, do be talking to the moon at night. Like all these little things, they just all started popping in as like, girl, you love that shit. Why are you not doing it regularly? Right. And so there was just all of these little things where I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that thing. Nope. I'm not doing that thing. I'm going to be doing my thing over here. 
And as that started to happen, I was like, oh, this feels fucking good. And so I feel like that was the beginning of it. And then um, from that point forward, I just feel like I just kept on choosing me first, knowing that when I chose me first, everybody else benefited, A, because I was a lot happier and because they weren't getting a fake version of me, right? And so when you show up authentically as yourself, energetically, it's a way better exchange for any other people. When you show up as somebody else or as an inauthentic version of you, people can feel it, right? They're like, yeah, she's smiling, but I can tell that like, that's empty inside, right? Versus authenticity screams volume, so. Totally. And just thinking about like, if you're somebody who wants to change the world, and probably most of us want to, you know, contribute to the world, um, the best thing you can do for the collective energy, the best thing you can do for the world is to show up and love yourself. Because then what you're putting out energetically into the world, right? So there's this like giant collective energy, because we all give off energy, every single thing is energy. And so when what you exude is love, versus, you know, distaste or dislike or frustration or anger or fuck you or hate Mm -hmm. or whatever, right? That's all going out and up into the collective. So you are actually by showing up for your own soul, by loving yourself, you are changing the world, which I think is just like, it's mind blowing. And that's, yeah. And that's the piece that I think is so beautiful in that if you, if all you do in this lifetime is love yourself you have changed the world totally and that is so cool right so we and then like you said we see it overflow with our children with our partners with our families with our work and it just keeps going but it also like you are changing the collective energy which is beautiful 100 percent, 100 percent. now we got Valentine's Day coming up here. And so I did a post in our Empowered Collective membership all about self-love rituals for Valentine's Day. And so I thought it'd be fun if we shared some of those, but I just want you to be thinking of maybe some self-love rituals for Valentine's Day. I'm not sure if you've read the article yet. So we'll pop through and give some ideas maybe from your brain, um, Ashley, and also some of the things that I've shared on our membership. And so... When it comes to Valentine's Day, it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, you should still be rocking these self-love rituals. And I invite you not only to do it on February 14th, but maybe throughout the entire month or maybe even throughout the entire year if you're finding some of these to be really helpful. Amazing. So, so for anybody who's listening right now and they're going, okay, I'm going straight to my, my app for the Empowered Collective. Where do I go for that? I want you to just kind of take them through that. Where are they going to find those rituals? Mm-hmm. So they are going to be in the mind section. So once you open up the app, there is three lines up in the top left-hand corner, which gives you the breakdown. Um, and then from there, you go into mind and then it is under the February section. And it says five self-love rituals for Valentine's Day. Amazing. And so it's the fourth one down. Just if you have your phone and you're like, oh, I need to do this right now. Um, you can follow along through there. And I just got like a little brainwave. Okay. We were just talking about as far as like loving the self and how we kind of, t- we took you down, like right down to in utero and then yes. back up to where you are. 
Um, another thing we have on the Empower Collective, guys, is the writing a letter to your previous self. It's listed as your 10-year-old self, but you don't have to do your 10-year-old self. Um, so just a previous version of you. And one of the things that you said, Angela, that like, boom, went into my brain was you said that you forgave yourself. There was mm -hmm. forgiveness. And that be the beauty of forgiveness, even when you forgive yourself at four years old and you think, I didn't do anything wrong at four years old. As my like grown up self, I can recognize that. But as a four year old, maybe I felt like it was my fault that my parents split up mm -hmm. and go back and say, I forgive you. I love you. This is not your fault. Right. Just hearing those words or writing them down um, is so powerful and shifted you. Right. Like even though like in your conscious adult mind, you're like yeah, at 16, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, but to go back and forgive, mm -hmm. even though you you consciously now recognize I didn't do anything wrong. Like I was 16. That wasn't my fault. Um, but your 16 year old self didn't know that. And so going back to her and connecting with her. Anyways, that was just a little sidebar on like our oh. previous. I love it. Anyway, so here we are. We are in the Empowered Collective app. Um, I have mine right here. And so we're just going to tap on that. So five self-love rituals for Valentine's Day. All right. Um, so when it comes to all of these here, my suggestion is honestly, just do the one first that of these ones that I'm suggesting you're like, okay, yeah, that one feels in alignment for me. Cause some of them might feel totally out of alignment. You're like, I could never do that. That's great. The goal isn't to check them all off the list. The goal is for you to determine what would actually make you feel like I love you girl. And so just know that this isn't do all five and all five should feel amazing. Know that some of them are like, that's not for me. Cool. That's what we're here to help you figure out. So the first one is creating something. And so really, this is you. You'll have your sacral chakra open. You'll be tapping into your creativity. It could be something like maybe um, maybe you're going to make your vision board. Right. We just had our manifestation card. Maybe, maybe that's what you want to create. Maybe you're going to make a nourishing meal. Maybe you're going to write a poem or do a painting, anything that's really that like hobby that maybe you wouldn't set aside and do or do for yourself. Maybe you were somebody who used to always like, I don't know, knitting or crocheting or I don't know. I did this thing when I was a kid. I don't know if you ever did that where you had the short little strings and you put them through like the square thing and then you would pull them and it would make like a rug. Do you know what I'm talking about? Know, yeah. Rug hooking. Rug hooking. Okay. Rug hooking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're like, I want a rug hook or bundle, do yoga or an instrument. Anything that really is like your creative energy is moving in some way as a way to say, Hey, I can do this thing. It's empowering and just moving through something that really brings that joy and that loving energy. So creating anything, something. And if you're in the community, share it with us. We love seeing your creations. Yeah. Actually, Courtney, she did that beautiful, amazing, fantastic. Uh, I don't even know how you describe what she created, art. but it's like clay art or something. She just, oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Like it was yeah. gorgeous. Um, and if you guys are for ideas, one of the things that I love to do is, so I love to redecorate. Like I've noticed that just by moving furniture around my house, by cleaning, decluttering, um, 
and redecorating, I kind of get a little bit obsessed. It drives my husband a tiny bit crazy, um, but it moves the energy in the space. And so I have, oh, I have like four, maybe five different canvases and they hang on either side of our fireplace. And there's only two hung at one time. So one is like red and they're like, it's kind of like our fall one. It's got, we just, I just used spray paint. I laid down some like, um, some wheat down and then you like spray paint your fall colors over top. Then you take the weed off and you've got this like beautiful, like shadowy kind of thing. Super easy. But when fall's over, I'm like, ah, we have a winter one. And so it's like blue and sparkly and white. And it really brings in like the colors of the season. And so you can do, you can Pinterest that you can look at different ways that you can. um, One of them, my favorite one is actually like, we used a blow dryer we just like watered down paint. My kids helped. We just watered down paint, poured it on the canvas. And then you just, with a blow dryer, you just like move the paint around. And then you have this like really cool, like splatter. And we used gold and we used black and we used gray and we used white. So it's like actually quite pretty. And so just knowing that if you're looking to, the canvases are like eight bucks. They're hung on our like man, like on either side of the mantle with command strips. So we literally like unvelcro, unvelcro, and then we put the next ones up. We like stick them to the wall, and there's no, there's literally no holes in the wall even. So knowing that you can do things like that that are creative and fun, um, but don't cost you a million dollars, right? If you want nice art on your walls, but you're like, oh, sometimes I change things around, and you know, I like to have different colors. For me, I also like choose different pillows. I have fall pillows. I know that sounds a little bit like neurotic, but I like my oranges and my yellows and my, my creams for the fall, but I like the flowers and the brightness of summer. So just knowing that playing with your space and creating in that is really fun. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And I think it's just giving yourself permission, whatever you like, girl, like lean in towards it. Like it's not silly. It's just what you what you love and it's a way that you can really just give yourself that that self-love absolutely all, all right. right next one is tarot or oracle card spread um and so there's we have on the empower collective how to pull cards um but if you don't have a deck um i highly recommend giving gifting yourself that for valentine's day if that calls to you um mm-hmm. just like because it's tuesday and you fucking deserve it that's a good reason too it doesn't have to be valentine's day um but knowing too that you can um you can pull on those in so many different ways when you have questions, when you have um, some heavier things sitting on you, when you just want like some clarity around something. And something that I love to do is I actually, this is something that my husband will participate in, which is kind of fun. Um, he'll pull a card, right? And um, the last one that he pulled from the universe was just like, unfuck yourself, give no more fucks. And he's like, I'm never pulling a card again because this is my card for life. And like, so just like, it's a fun easy or you could do like a big spread right like you can you can really sit down and get very ceremonial about it um so i love the versatility that comes with card pulling um and there's loads of different cards out there um i have a yoga deck i have um the uh bitch slaps from the universe i have an angel deck coming so just knowing like depending on you don't have to pick something that's like really hard and you're like oh i don't like that they swear so much in that one it's very harsh right or like uh angels and me i don't even know if that really exists i don't really feel anything really knowing that you can choose a deck that's right for you and pull from there totally totally 
All right. Number three. No, we're going to pull a card right now. I have my deck here. Give me a second. Having a deck right there? Okay, perfect. That sounds good. And honestly, it's card pulling, it's fun. It's fun for kids. It's definitely fun in your relationship. Um, And yeah, if you are on the Empower Collective, definitely go check out our fun little video all about um, pulling cards. We explain what a popper is and uh, yeah, it's a fun little video. So, all right, my dear card, which deck did you pick? No, I'm going to let you pick. So my dear friend, she is actually on the platform here, guys. She talks about crystals. Her name is Jen Broff. She has a deck here. It's called Reality Checks from the Other Realm Oracle Deck. Anybody who is at the Manifestation course actually got to choose one of these cards and take it home with them. I also have, she sold me these two. They are called Bitch Slaps from the Universe Oracle Deck. So which one is calling to you? Which one are you leaning into, Ange? I want one from both, actually. Oh, see, you don't have to pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. We're so- going to... What's the intention? You can set an intention for one deck and I'll set the intention for the next deck. Okay. So the intention is what does our audience need to hear as a reminder this month? Okay. And which deck? That is the bitch slap. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So with the intention that what does our audience need to be reminded of for the month of February, 2023. So as, as we set that intention we shuffle the cards, I'm just going to, before I do that, I know it's my energy, so I can do that. So I'm just going to clear the energy and I'm going to shuffle again. So just remembering that, and if you forget to clear the energy, don't stress about it. Um, there is no wrong way. Um, but I just like to clear anybody who's used these or anybody who's in here, um, just clearing that energy by pulling from the top of that deck down. All right. And so, whoop! Oh, okay, we got a popper. We got a popper. Oh, I love when that happens. I know. So, a popper, guys, is when something jumps out at you and you just have to go. Okay. So, I'm going to pull this up. Okay. Ah, this is so perfect based on what we just said. Um, just fucking do it. Write the book, sing the song, change the fucking world with your vision. You are unfucking stoppable Hell yeah. I love that. Oh, so good. Thank you, universe. Thank you, universe. One more, please. Um, and I love that. Okay, so that really taps into that creation piece. But I also think of it just like in reference to, I feel like January is so like the set your goals, create the vision. And this is the reminder. If you haven't done that, do it. It's not too late. Do it. Just fucking do it, actually. And really, okay. time time is not really real. So. Time doesn't exist in the quantum field. Time and space don't exist. So just go into the quantum. <laughs> uh, okay. So reality checks from the other realm. Um, trying to think. I got an intention, but I already picked the first one. But I think it I think yours needs to be about your birthday. Oh, okay. All right. So how can I best support pulling more love into my life on my B Day B Day? And because I didn't have a popper, I just get to pick one. Hmm. You are in this world for a reason. Even on the days it feels like you are the bug on the windshield. Someone is relying on you to be there, warts and all. 
don't give up. Ooh. I feel yeah. like that is like a hundred percent the in connection to my vision for the year is I know that people are going to be relying on me. And so on my birthday, I just, that's the um, last date of the mentorship sign up. So to just show the hell up and, uh, oh, as I say that, that was in my breathwork session last night um, that came through was my, my thing is to show up, always just show up, um, show up fully. So, yay. Yeah. And so we are going to move on to number three, guys. Here we are. Oh, this one can be so powerful. And it's called have a burning ceremony. And so um, some of you might be thinking witchy, witchcraft, um, and you can definitely go that direction. Um, but the, the way that we like to bring burning ceremonies in with a lot of the retreats that we do and a lot of the ways we just show up in our own lives um, this is so fun on especially a full moon because the full moon is the time to release and let go of what isn't serving you. But you can do it any time in the month. There isn't um, there isn't any rules in connection to that. Um, so the most important part is that you just you journal, you get very clear on what the blocks are in your world, the way that um, maybe you haven't or have maybe looked at before. And so just getting very clear on what you see as your holdbacks. And so many of us think in just like the physical realm, like, oh, like, you know, I wish I was a better mom and I showed up more for my kids. Okay, that is for sure something that you could write down. Um, oh, you know, like I with my body, I, you know, I'm overweight and so I can't do certain things. Definitely, you can certainly write that down. I want you to go, I want you to try to dig a tiny bit deeper. And I want you to start thinking about emotionally, what is holding you back? Spiritually, what is holding you back? Mentally, what is holding you back? And so the whole point with the Empower Collective is the mind, the body, and the soul. So even if you take those three things and you start to think about in each of those areas, where are you being held back? Right. And so is it um, that you want to try something new, but you're not sure that your family will believe in that um, or you're afraid to talk about it? And so regardless of what that is, um, just paying attention to where and how that is blocking you and then write it down. The most important part is that you're writing it down. We want to bring it into the from the subconscious, which is below and maybe unknown, and we want to pull it up into the conscious and writing is a beautiful tool to support that and once it's written up down on paper it's almost as though it's out of you right and you can actually there's a physical tangible concrete item that you can get rid of right so it's about taking it out of the body putting it on paper and then we are going to burn that shit so and we're just talking about the burning ceremony. I know you do a lot of these and I would love to know what does that look like step by step? Take us through the process of, you know, how that looks. We, I was just telling them how um, through the full moon, that's an awesome way to do it, but we don't have to have the full moon there. Um, but what does that typically look like for you when it's like, I need to burn some shit? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really tapped into the burning. Um, so first of all, I feel like it's 
playing music always changes the vibration. So depending on the mood, sometimes if I'm burning something and the emotion behind it might be anger, might be sadness. I generally will set the, um, set the mood with some sort of music that's playing. And then with that, sometimes I'll use a card to help get clarity. But often there's already that stream of consciousness in terms of what it is that I'm ready to release. Um, but sometimes we don't know. And so using an Oracle deck may help you um, reflect or get more clarity on what might need to be released. So then I'll grab a um, pen and paper and write whatever I want to get rid of. And so anything that may be showing up, anything... Um, yeah, anything that I just don't want to be in my field anymore, whether those are negative thought patterns or maybe it might be a particular person in a situation, anything that I want to release. And so I write it down on the piece of paper. And then in terms of the actual burning, I've done it a few different ways. It depends on the season. Sometimes it's just... Um, sometimes it's like lighting the corner of the paper. Sometimes it's physically throwing it into a fire outside or perhaps inside, but, um, some sort of lighting. And as I'm watching it burn, that's when I'm setting the intention. So I release whatever it is as it no longer serves me. I thank you for the lessons. Sometimes I'll expand on what those lessons are. So I thank you or I thank you um, universe for this experience because it taught me forgiveness or anything that may be showing, showing up there. So that sense of gratitude. And then as it's going, I allow it to burn. And then sometimes close my eyes during that sometimes place my hands under my heart and breathe. Sometimes I'm crying my fucking eyeballs out because it's been a very emotional release. Whatever shows up, I just allow that to be and sit there as long as you need to. So if you want to, um, just watch it for longer, taking in all that energy of fire and feeling the warmth against your skin. Yeah. Just honoring, honoring that part. Um, I think the other part when it comes to the release and when it comes to any sort of um, burning is I think there's a part when it's happening, I think is truly believing that it's leaving you. And so a part of that isn't just I'm writing this down on the piece of paper, but also really feeling into that heaviness, leaving your body, feeling into that like light filling up within you really feeling into the belief that this thing that was a part of you is no longer on your back or in your head. And sometimes I might need to say that a few times. So whether it's um, releasing a situation or releasing something, I might need to say it a few times till I'm like, oh, I truly believe that. Mm. Farewell. And that's, that's how I do it. But it's funny. We actually in our house, and this started in the summertime. We would be at the cottage. My parents have a cottage in Point Clark. Okay. We would we'd always have a campfire. Like at night, we would just have, mm. right? And um, my brother actually started this whole idea of airing of the grievances. So mm. him and his wife, what they did was um, they realized that they were just kind of like bitching at each other. So they had started a fire and like, get all your bitching out. 
we're going to burn it. And I was like, so now we have this tradition that's like, before we like dive into any like deep conversations or anything like that, like airing of the grievances. So this is a time for all of your shit to come out and the fire will burn it and we will clear it and no, no hard feelings. Like tell me what your problems are. Tell me what's going on for you. Like, tell me what's pissing you off. Tell me how I'm bothering you. And it's this, like, really beautiful bonding place of just, like, getting all the shit out. And so I think, yeah, but I also think of, like, these are people that I would not, like, they maybe wouldn't sit down and journal. So just knowing, like, use it to the way that it serves you. And Cam, we always joke, but not joke. You got a problem, start a fire. That's, like, that's our go-to. You got a problem, start a fire. So there's this understanding, I would say, even in just like regular social context that fire pulls and releases and it's safe to give it to the fire because it will burn. And so I just, that was kind of just a little aside, but anyways. Cool. I love that. I love that you guys use that as something as a, as a ritual and a thing that you're pulling into your life. Very cool. All right. Number four. The earth gives us one second. The earth gives us everything we need and fire is part of the elements of that, right? So I think that just calling on those elements to, to do that. Anyway, sorry. Ah, I love it. I love it. Thank you, honey. I love when you share your little side notes and your wisdom and your little tidbits. So continue to do that. Uh, All right. Number four. So number four, we are tapping into the goddess of compassion. Um, And with this particular goddess, she is really this beautiful way that we can allow her to take it. And so um, really this can be done at any time of the year, but we put it in here. And so you're going to take some sage and then you need a big candle and a little candle, both white and some rose quartz um, crystal. And you can use a picture of the goddess if that helps you, but if that doesn't feel in alignment for you, certainly don't worry about it. Um, so first of all, you just clear, you do your saging, um, smudging, clearing out all that energy. If you're not sure how to do that, Ashley has an amazing video of how to do that on the empowered collective. Um, and while you're doing that, you're going to sage and then hold the crystal. So the rose quartz crystal in one of your hands. And you'll start off just by kind of meditating in terms of calling in that self-love, calling in that self-compassion, calling in that self-forgiveness. And then you're going to invite the goddess to come and hang out with you. And so when she comes in, if it's hard for you to think about bringing that from within, you can use her assistance. And so using her energy, her spirit, you're asking that she brings that into um, the space with you. And so first of all, you'll light the big candle, which represents your goddess. And then from there, as you're watching that burn, you're thinking about her big, beautiful, um, compassionate aura. And then you're going to take that candle and light the little candle. And that's her taking her big, beautiful self-love and compassion and bringing it into you. And so really what it really represents is you being able to use those in your world to help you see the light that is within. Um, But sometimes we need help from other people. And so that practice is really just using her light to light yours and, um, just seeing what happens, feel that energy, meditate and just see what is showing up 
And as you watch them both burn, I feel like it's this beautiful practice in knowing that we don't have to do this alone. I know for me, the path to love myself, Ashley, you were a powerful piece of that, of helping me see what's always been there, but took me a little bit. And so the more that we can lean on our sisters and brothers and know there are times when we do feel like our light is dimmed out and when we are really struggling to love the skin that we're in, but knowing that that big, bright, beautiful light can come from other sources is just a powerful practice. And so, yeah, you got your candles lit, you got your rose quartz, you'll journal whatever shows up, but really just using that symbolism and watching that fire burn, knowing that we can use and lean on other people for help sometimes. So Oh, girl, I just feel like this like overwhelming softness, just as you explain it. I'm just like, sleepy isn't the right word, but just like, like, I don't know if it was your words or maybe the goddess is here, but I was just like, oh, I just want to hear you keep talking. It's so like lovely. So thank you for sharing that. I do. I felt like very amped up and my energy is kind of like all over the place because I'm on my on my bleed. Guess what? I just got my period. I did not tell you that, but in between our podcast episodes, I got my period. And I was like, oh, too funny. We're a few days early from the um when we're recording this, it's a few days early from the new or from the full moon girl. So both on our full moon bleed. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Okay. And lastly, number five is um having a herbal bath. I, I know that you are the expert on this, Angela. I do want you to share kind of what you do. Um, my favorite way to pull herbs in is fresh out of the garden. And I, I'm such a like flower dork now. I wouldn't say I was before, but now I like dry all the leaves and they like sit in my bedroom and I wait until it's like red tent or I'm having a bath. And it's just like this, like really beautiful spreading of love in the tub. And, um, yeah. So anyways, I would love if you share that because I know that that's the herbs. Um, we also talk about yoni steaming this, this month as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that that gets pulled in there. Um, but what does it really look like when it comes to having a bath? Yeah. Yeah. So I do it the same way as you. I don't get my own herbs though. I would either use, um, like a yoni. Sometimes I'll even use my like yoni steaming herbs and put that directly in the bath. And I love to just rub the herbs all over my body and like the, um, even like, and I just, I I love just being completely covered. The way we describe it in the Empowered Collective is that you can put them into, um, one of those like muslin bags. Cause some people like to just like infuse it and not love to be covered by herbs and flowers. Um, but I just love to rub it all over me. So I will run the the bag. I do the same thing. Like there's flower petals stuck in my face. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. I just love, and I just, I love just massaging that into the skin when you're in the bath. Um, I also like to use bubble baths or um, bath bombs in there too. Um, so the combination of, of both of those, but I think it's lighting candles, burning incense, really bringing in the sense that you love roses and lavender are kind of like the big ones when it comes to self-love. But I honestly think you can do whatever the hell you want. Burn whatever candle. If you want it to smell like cinnamon buns, go for it, girl. Like make it so that whatever it is that you're, um, that you're smelling feels really good. And then again, I always invite music. 
music in whatever way, whether you want it to be a spiritual experience or a sexy experience, we do have um, a bunch of playlists on the Empowered Collective this month. And I talk about how to make your own playlists to be supportive of that. But really um, bringing the herbs in is that connection back to nature, back to um, Mother Earth and really connecting with that energy while you are in there. Um, I know you have one of these too, but um, my boyfriend from Mother's Day last year got me one of the, those thing, what is it called? The thing that goes oh, in the mouth. board. I don't know what it's called, but it goes across the, the tub. And it's, yeah. like a shelf. it's like a little shelf that sits there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's from our little um, enlistable, it's called Crafted Co. Um, and so it's a like an artisan thing with... I, it's got blue on it and it's beautiful and it has a thing for your book, but I invite you to bring a journal in there, but using one of the boards is a great way to do that. I'm not sure if you find that Ashley, but like when I'm journaling my thoughts, when I'm trying to do it on the side before I had the board, I found it hard, but with the board there, you can put a beverage that you enjoy, whether that's um, maybe you're going to do some sacred cacao, like what Carrie Ann talks about this month, or maybe you want some wine, some sort of beverage that um, really speaks to you. And if I'm journaling with the board to be really supportive, maybe you want to write down what's showing up. Maybe you want to write down all the things that you love about yourself, or maybe some of the qualities um, that you love so much about yourself, or perhaps maybe what's been holding you back from loving yourself. Journaling and moving through that will be a really powerful thing that you can do this month. So, okay. So here's what we're going to do. Cause I also have a board. Cam made it for me for Christmas one year. Oh, and- I love it. Fun. Yeah, we're going to take pictures of our boards and we're going to post them in the EC. So they can okay. So that you know what you're looking for. And we will probably do that before this episode gets posted. So um, <laughs> it'll make sense after you listen. Or we'll totally. So, yeah, just so that you can feel supported in that. And also knowing, like, even if you don't have the board, don't get, don't get stressed out about that. There is an easy, you can probably find a clipboard. You can probably, um, you know, get an old binder. You can like something mm. that you're not worried about maybe getting wet. Um, but having that as like a place that you can write on, um, just making sure that you're, you're doing the thing without getting stuck on the words or the, I don't have the thing or right. Like finding a way to make it happen in a way that supports you today. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thing, right. Absolutely. And I think too, the, the part of, um, there's so much about self-love that is so individualized, right? So self-love to you, a uh, self-love ritual might be going and getting pampered at the spa, or maybe a self-love ritual is masturbating for an hour. What is self-love really? What is an act of self-love where you're like, oh, I'm so glad I did that for myself. You deserve it or I deserve it, right? So there might be some exploration. We give you some rituals, but we also invite you really, what would be a way that you'd be able to give yourself that gift this Valentine's Day? Mm, I love it. Amazing. Okay, before we end this episode, I want to know what are you and Bradley doing for Valentine's Day? Like we we talked all about self love, which I do love, but I also like anybody who's listening is like, this is your Valentine's Day episode. Tell us all the sexy. Tell us. Yeah, we have not planned anything. We have not planned anything, but I imagine. Let me think here. Hmm. We probably will celebrate this upcoming weekend now that I think about it. Um, 
Yeah, we don't have anything specifically planned, but I imagine we will make some sort of yummy thing together from scratch, probably in our underwear. I guess I'm planning my our Valentine's Day right now. Yeah. Um, there will be music blasting um, when that's happening. And... Hmm. You guys will go have sex. The food will get burnt and you'll order pizza. (laughs) That might happen. That might happen. Um, And I think the other thing we, well, hmm. we have this adventure challenge book and Mm -hmm. I think we will do something on there. And so I don't know what that will be because we just scratch it and whatever comes out, comes out. And we will take a Polaroid picture and share it in the Empowered Collective or whatever it is. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that, but the adventure challenge is just you scratch it. You don't know what it's going to be, but I think we'll do that as as um, as part of that. And I'm also going to make him give me a massage. And there'll probably also be some porn and a lot of sex. So that's our Valentine's Day, I think. I love it. It's beautiful. But, it, but it'll happen, if, yeah, a little early, just based on our schedule, probably. But how about for you? Um, so mine is also my birthday. So it's kind of uh, a little bit of a mixed bag um, as far as like sexy and family. And um, so my favorite thing, not my favorite thing, but I love starting the day um, having a little something for the kids when they wake up. Um, so one of my favorite things about having my birthday on Valentine's Day, and everybody says, that must suck. And I used to think it did until I realized that I have to also like give presents on my birthday, which I love. Like I love that I get to, not many people get to give presents on their own birthday, right? So um, yeah, so just little gifts and fun things for the kids will be, um, it's always so exciting for them. Um, my kids are still at the age, like at seven, five, and three, where birthdays are the biggest deal of their life, right? Like they are so excited for my birthday. They're like, mom, what are we eating for your birthday? Right. Felix to this day still calls it our anniversary when he talks about like mine and Cam's anniversary, like to them, those are the big moments, right. And they want to be there for that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be focusing on family, um, while everybody's awake (laughs) and then, um, we too will also probably celebrate, um, by going out for supper without kids on a different night, um, just because that's so special to them to be mm-hmm. able to see that the family. And I love it too. Like I honestly, um, I want to spend my birthday with the people that I love the most and lucky for me, they live in my house. So that's kind of handy. Um, <laughs> so we'll do supper, um, probably steak, maybe some lobster, lots of wine and, um, yeah, doing all the things that I love. And it's, Maybe it doesn't sound quite as special because a lot of those things just like happen day to day. Yeah. <laughs> music, right? Like, same with you. You're like, yeah, there'll be music, like always. There'll be incense, like always. There'll be, right? So I think. I know. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why many people um, hate Valentine's Day. I, like, I actually know people who are like anti Valentine's Day with the premise that you should be doing and loving this person all the time. It shouldn't be a special mm-hmm. event. Um, but I also think that there's, there's so much magic in having a special day connected to that. Um, and so, um, yeah, but for us, it's going to be very, very, I don't want to say ho-hum, but just very typical of our day. And it's because it really fits our lifestyle and the way that we 
love being together and showing up. Um, but yeah, then in the evening, there'll be some, probably some lingerie and um, yeah, just kind of, I'll probably have a bath. And then um, from there, I don't know, that'll be his ball. That'll be his ball that he has to figure it because it's my birthday. So I do, I feel like, so for you, you and Brad get to have like this reciprocal, like, I love you. I love you. And there's this like sharing, right? Yeah. So it's us. <laughs> Cam, like, he gets to receive, but he has to give more because it's my birthday. So uh, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I feel like um, he maybe gets a little bit of the short end of the stick um, because he, right? If anybody gets a massage, it's going to be me, not him. Even yeah. though it is Valentine's Day, Ashley gets the massage, right? I get to have a bath while you watch the kids because it's my birthday. And so. Totally. Um, yeah, so um, doing all the things that I love and with the people that I love. So oh, awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And you know what? I just I'm excited. I love that life is so so fun. And yes, it feels like Valentine's Day is exciting, but I also just think our world is so much love these days. Like between the Empower Collective and the events and all of it doesn't it just feel like love is oozing out all in all of the places and i'm just yeah i'm grateful beyond belief girl i fucking love you and i love everybody listening oh so much love and the best part about this guys is love is the highest vibration on the planet from love we create from love we heal and so um i was just as you were saying all of that um in each interview that we've had with every single person this far, do you know what their answer has been? Every single time we've said, how do you want to be remembered? Love. They all said love. They Everybody said love. said love. Every single one of them is they want to be remembered as someone who loved and gave love and embodied love and showed up as love. And I just... Oh, you know what I that is? <laughs> you know what that is? And I... I we think it's coincidence. You know what it is? It's the people that we are, the people that we're choosing because I think I used to ask the exactly same question a bunch of years ago and that was not the answer. <laughs> definitely not the answer. It was like, we are calling that in. We are 1000% and aligning only with the people that vibrate from that frequency. So totally. fuck yeah to us and fuck yeah to all of them. And <laughs> I love that. You're showing up and the love and the energy that you're giving yeah. and we're giving to you is just like, ah, yes. which reminds me, we have to talk about the incentive program in the Empower Collective before we hop off. Okay. So February, guys, we have the coolest incentive program to spread the love. But we also need to clarify because they might not have heard it, but originally we were going to do just January as the right. free month. But your first 30 days, no matter when you sign up in 2023, is totally free. So you can totally come in, hang out, see if we're your girls, and participate in the incentive program. So if you thought you missed it in January January, and you're feeling a little worried, hell no. You can still come and join 30 days totally free. And Ashley, tell them what they could potentially win. And it's because we love you and we want you and we want you there with us. Um, And so the incentive program is come show up. We are spreading the love by giving out a free Reiki treatment, a free human design reading and a free nutritional consult. So you've got Ashley, Angela and Carrie Ann, and we are all gifting that out to those in the Empower Collective 
who um, engaged the most. So there's going to be three prizes. So first person who engages the most, they comment the most, they post the most, they like the most, they cheer everything. Um, that person, whoever that is, and we have like, I don't know, something on the back end that sorts that out. Um, whoever that is gets to choose from those three prizes. The second, per the second person who does the most of those, um, they get to choose whatever's left. And then the last person, third place, gets whatever um, didn't get chosen. So if you want a free Reiki treatment, if you want a free human design reading, if you want a free nutritional consult, it is up for grabs. All you have to do is show up for your sisters, spread the love, and uh, come on in. Totally, totally, totally. Ah, I just love, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Oh, anyways, happy Valentine's Day. This episode is actually going to come out um, a little bit before Valentine's Day, but that's okay. And we wanted to so that you guys could get some of these ideas so that you could totally. really pull those in um, versus it being on the day and being like, oh, we're just ordering pizza which is good if you're ordering pizza i love that um but also Ange might be she's burning supper she's ordering pizza <laughs> but and bradley handles bradley handles almost all of the cooking because it's so funny um i don't know if i've ever told you this but like i have burned things like quite a bit and so my stepson Logan reminds me like that. I just, that's kind of my, I kind of burn things and then the fire alarm goes off and it's happened quite a bit of times. So they just are like, you stay out of the kitchen, girl, we will handle it all. So he will definitely be cooking. Um, but okay, yeah. So he may cook pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah we wanted to give you guys these tools these tips these ideas um totally. so that you could spend your valentine's day dating yourself dating your partner um spending time with your kids whatever that looks like um but we love you so fucking much and um we'll chat soon all right bye guys see you next thursday bye, bye.